What's up, everybody? We have a great and different episode for you today because it is Christmas and we are doing an everything Christmas episode for you guys. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. All right, guys, thank you so much for downloading today's episode. I'm Lorenz Zaragoza. I'm Sean Greeley. And again, we got a great Christmas episode coming for you guys. Um, again, download the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you can check us out at www.justaparishioner.com. And uh, you can check us out on social media uh, at Just a Parishioner on Instagram and Facebook. And we have a very lively bunch today. <laughs> so sorry. No, I know. We, we, we look... <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> we tried to hold it together for more than 10 seconds. Know, so it, was, yeah. it, was, it was tough. The wheels came off. So again, you know, I'm Lorenz. We always have Sean here. Uh, and we got Grinchy. two guests. Grinchy McGinnis. Grinchy McGinnis yes, right here with us. That's my new elf name, right. Grinchy McGinnis. Uh, we have a couple familiar faces with us here as well. Uh, Teresa Marino, back with us again. This yep. is your third episode? My third, third yes. Episode. All right. Yeah, it's quite different from the other ones we've done. <laughs> a little bit here. Yes. And actually, our first guest that we ever had on the podcast. Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Mrs. Claus. Aww. Straight from the North Pole. Miss Jerry. What's up? Miss Jerry. Great to be back, guys. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been like it's a been couple a of years. So yeah. It's all good. Yeah, it's a lot of ringing right here. I'm going to talk. Okay, I'm talking this <laughs> back here. I'm going to talk this before I get the There are a lot of over-unders on the bells. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you had two minutes before I talked that bell, then, uh, then you should have hit the under there. Um, but yeah, let's, it's Christmas. It, sorry, it's Advent. We're preparing for Christmas right now, guys. It's the so, week of peace. The week of peace? Peace. The, the second, second week. candle. Okay. Second candle. When you work with children, you have to know all the Advent candles. Hope. I mean, I should know the. It's Advent very candles. important the yeah. names of the candles. Uh, this is know? a good first to topic to tackle. Yes. Yeah, for real, we're jumping right into it. Jump transition, yeah, go for it, Okay, hope, peace, joy, love. Mm. Okay. Mm. See, I didn't know. Purple, that. purple, pink, purple. I knew that. Yeah. I knew purple, 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 yeah. purple, pink, purple. Yeah, pink for joy. <clears throat> That's the coming week. Yeah. Okay, a week of peace. We're in peace. We're in peace awesome. right now. And those who are listening are listening during probably the week of joy. Uh, joy. joy. The third week, right? The third week. Gaudete. 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 That's right. Gaudete. That's right. Which means rejoice. Well, let me ask you this. So obviously we're in Advent. We're preparing for Christmas right now. And the one thing, you know, like the, for a lot of people, it's turning on Christmas music. When do you guys give yourself the go-ahead to turn on Christmas music? Oh, Right Fourth after Fourth of July, Halloween. she says. <laughs> I, I'm kind of right with Jerry. After Halloween. 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 After Halloween. After, after, okay, after so, Halloween. So after Halloween, yes. I'm like in the in-between period where yeah. I'm like, I'm going to hold out as long as I can. But the thing is, like, Sirius XM turns the holiday stations on right after Halloween. And then I'm kind of like roped in at that point. Yeah, you're like, in. You're all I'm, in. Of course right? I'm going to listen if it's Do you turn the dial? Do you, you know? change the dial at all after that? Yeah. Like a lot or? Uh, a, a decent amount. Like on Sundays, I put on football. But outside of that, I mean, a lot of the time, it's on the, the Holly channel. You too? Oh, I don't. Yeah, it's on till, I'd say, way after, way, until they turn it off. Okay. Yeah, it does not when get switched. When do you switched. start listening? I wait, till, I wait till Advent or after Thanksgiving, okay. whichever comes first. It's usually within that, that week. Yeah, it's usually you know? the same, yeah. But I don't know. I like to get. I like to appreciate Thanksgiving for what it is. It's true. And like fully lean into Thanksgiving, and then in December, usually December, the end of Thanksgiving and Advent all align, and then I feel ready to, to be thinking. But I do love Christmas music. Christmas music I can enjoy all year. Right. But when it comes to like getting into the Christmas spirit, it's like the month of December. So I, I'm Friday after Thanksgiving. I'm in. Mm -hmm. But for a much more grinchy reason, <laughs> it, oh. it, it gets played out to me. I know that sounds very, very cringy, but yeah, like if, if I start listening before that, I, I kind of turn off the Christmas stations a little bit more than I. No, that's a want. real thing. Well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't get played out. I like to mix up the variety of it though. Like, I like I love all the old style, like classics. all the old classics from like the '40s and '50s totally. recordings. Right. Bing yes. Crosby but and the yeah. Bing Crosby, yep. Andrew Sisters, Judy Garland, yep. Yeah. But then they have like Johnny the. Mathis. There's a lot of like newer, like honestly, like I like indie mo music and folk music a lot. So there's a lot of like those kinds of bands that have renditions of Christmas songs that I like. 
So I'll switch over to that for a little while too, and then go back and forth a little bit to try to keep the variety going. Yeah, okay. even though it's the same songs. Yeah, like you could do kind of classic, like, modern. Yeah. Folksy. What's the first song you put on? Oh my goodness, I have a question for this too. You go first. Go ahead. Yeah, no, what's, what's the, the first, first song you put on? To first hear... one to put on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if like you have like Spotify oh. on, oh, and you're like, I could choose. Um, we're gonna start the Christmas music now, and I'm putting this song on because it used to be Mariah Carey. No, 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 no. no. Okay, me. I'm not telling you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm not acting. I'm like, oh, no, that's I'm telling wrong you that's opinion. what it used to be that is for wrong. me. You just had a period of your life where you were wrong. It's okay. <laughs> it's just for a minute. But it, it's uh, Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. Again, it's not oh. an old one. Wow. Still wrong. I know, still wrong. No. That's a good but, one. I like that one. one. It is so hard to create a new, I don't know if it's a new one. That she, that's her original song. Yeah, right? that's a new, new. Yeah, it's like, How yeah, hard is it to make a new Christmas song? I you think she You did. don't hear good ones. No. Um, I, I would get time. on board with that. I will say, it's my, it's, it's the, it's the kids. They love dancing to that song, so yeah. it's usually it's the first very, thing very, it's it peppy, it's peppy. lively, yeah. it's joyful. Uh, it is fun. My wife likes, there's a song called Under the Mistletoe by Justin Bieber that oh. my wife likes. That's, a new, that's a new one. Oh, Under the Mistletoe. Okay. Shawty with you. So I listened to it and I was like, <laughs> exactly. Mrs. Claus. Oh my gosh. Mrs. Claus is on the end. And it's, yeah. it's not a bad song. I just feel like it's kind of like, be. it feels like you're on a beach when you're I'm listening to it. I'm a bee under the mistletoe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is that how it's spelled? I'm a bee. It's like a it's bee. like a modern Beach Boys Christmas song. That's oh, kind of all right. So back to it. So what what's the what's no, your favorite? No. What's your favorite? No, Maybe I'll change the song. No. What's your favorite? No, no, Christmas no. But song? the first song, if I'm like Alexa or Hey Google, yeah, it's uh, always first song. Have yourself. Uh, nope. Yeah. Uh, Judy, <laughs> Judy Garland. Um, Somewhere over the rainbow. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah, that's a good. Which one. comes, good which is from which movie, people? White Christmas. No. Oh, I don't know. That was no, like no, movie. it's not even really a Christmas mu movie, but there is a Christmas scene in it. Okay. It's I'm, from. I'm not gonna lie. The only Judy Garland movie I know is Wizard of Oz. Wizard, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, I, that was one also and done for me too with Judy. Meet me in St. Louis. With, oh. you know, ding, ding, ding with the trolley. Oh, yes. Okay. That's Never recognizable. Seen <laughs> yeah. Never seen that. Movie. I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Sure it's a great song. It. Judy's my gal. For me, the, the this, and this is nice. Look at you, ding, ding, ding with the ding, wine ding, glass. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> my family's Christmas album is the Celine Dion from like the 90s. Wow. It's like a picture of her. It's called Special Moments. She's like smelling a gift. It's so strange. Celine Dion's always smelling I think she's something. like, I don't know. But I have memories of like putting up the garland with my mom and dad and my dad being outside doing the lights and my mom doing the inside and like jamming like dick the balls with. And it's like Celine's voice. <laughs> wow. It is Christmas when I hear the Celine entire 90s album from start to finish. Wow. Well, see, like, so that's like great. that's a good transition that's to what I want to talk about also is like, uh, we'll get into the Catholic stuff about Christmas eventually. Right. right? Oh, but I have a but let's, mm, I have a question too. Let's talk about, oh, then what's your, does My it question about music? Is, it's, a bit, it's a musical question. So let's stay with yeah. that. Okay, I have a song that triggers me so much for Christmas. What is the Christmas song that you always turn the channel because you hate it so much? Oh. I know what mine is. I feel like I found a new one this year. Um, <laughs> shoot, I have to think about it. It's a recording by the Andrews Sisters from like the 40s. What? Um, oh, okay. And I love some of them, but this, you, there's one that- It's just so irritating. There's some songs that just, I will not sit through it for three minutes. I turn it off every this is, time. This, I mean, this is going to be very controversial, but the Bruce Springsteen Santa <gasps> Claus is coming to oh, town. That's a great no. song. Oh, no yes. way. I mean, Ab, I am out. We've talked. Mean, we've talked about Bruce. I'm not a Bruce guy. You You're not a Bruce guy. I'm not a Bruce guy. So that's uh, on, and I'm like, I feel like that's uh, a classic. Change it up again. No I know way. that you guys do. Father Brian's carry on. Brian's going to be here any minute. <laughs> We're clearly uh, separated with a lot of our <laughs> thoughts no, with I, the yeah. fire here because yeah. Bruce, not for me. But to answer your question, I can't. Mm, wow. I can't, I can't listen to that one. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not a one. I can I can top it all. Yeah. I'll go last. Not a one. Oh, I, wait, will, one. I will never change. You'll never change. I just remember the no, name. No, I like them all. I like them all. There's not a song I don't like. And that's the truth. Well, you should be saying that in this particular outfit. Yes. <laughs> she loves all Christmas things. Okay, right. children. Yeah. Not, you can't diss Christmas music. <laughs> Except for, for Bruce. Did you remember? For, for those who may just be listening and not watching, by the way, Jerry is in a complete, full-blown 
Mrs. Claus outfit. I right completely now. forgot that the we had people who listen. I'm the younger. You got to Claus. That's you right. have She's to. She's not wearing a white wig before the gray set set in. The 2022 right. Mrs. Claus. You've got to switch to right. YouTube if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm happy that you listen to most of it on your drive, but if you get a second, at least hop onto YouTube for a second to see these uh, phenomenal outfits that we've got going on. Um, for the record, the song that I don't like is called. I think it's called like Ring-a-Ling, and it's one that goes like, ring, ring-a-ling, 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 ring-a-ling. <laughs> you, you know that song I'm talking yes. about? Ding, ring-a-ling, ding-a-ling, ding-a-ling, ding more. Sing more. Just too much, So it's like the song, is you're listening to it, and you're like, this isn't bad, and then it's like the 10th chorus of the same thing, you're like, I, I hate this. Yeah. What is happening right now? Uh, <laughs> to play White Christmas again. I don't know. That does sound awful. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. Here's a great one. Here's a great one. You won't turn this off, and I think... One of my favorites. Are we going to favorites? No, we're going to the ones that you hate so much you won't listen to. Them. But you, sound, we, you sound very total opposite. You sound very passionate. About I didn't give my. I, I, I didn't feel give like my, we gotta get off what we don't like. This is oh, Christmas. Christmas I should be the about what we love. That's okay, right. can we? Can I just say the one I hate first? Because I hate it. <laughs> I love to hate it. It's like I love to hate it. All right, go ahead. For for two reasons. What? The first is because I hate the original, and the second is because the cover is by an artist whose music I don't enjoy. So I, now I don't like it even more. Last Christmas, oh. I gave you my heart. Who I'm sang like, the original? This is not Wham. about Wham. Christmas. Wham. Wham. Wham, which was 19. just so bad. So no, it cringy. Bad. It was so cringy. You did not grow up in the 80s and 90s. I grew up in the 90s. Yes, I did. 80s. I was Mrs. born Claus. in the 90s, okay? <laughs> and every time I heard that song, I'd be like, I Mom, no. Yeah, but they would, <laughs> like, turn it off. And then Taylor I Swift covered it, and I was officially never listening to it again. I was like, yeah. now you're... It's, I'm bringing, I'm bringing a lot of hate right now, but it's... Hate Springsteen, hate Taylor. I don't, like, I don't like Billy Joel, for the record, so oh. we're just kind of like rounding it all out here. We need to change the topic. Wow! <laughs> wow! I was just going to say, I feel like that's fighting for... never, so, never so sponsored this <laughs> So let's, let's go back to By positivity. By the way, Mrs. Claus loves all of those. You, you are scaring me when you swish your wine around, <laughs> because... We, just, we still have weeks left in, the, in, in Advent, and, and you got to use that, that costume a little bit more. Please don't get wine on it. But let's go back to positivity. <laughs> what, what song okay. did you say you loved so much? Uh, oh. So, I actually, recently, I'll get, a little, I'll get a little holy here. Father Brian was saying in a um, homily uh, related to Christmas music, he said... He was somewhere once and he started a discussion and he was saying, if you could bring back someone into your living room to sing a particular Christmas song, Ooh, who would it be? And they could wow. be like, it, they could be living, they could be dead, they could be anyone, who would it be? And immediately, immediately I said, without question, David Bowie and Bing Crosby, mm. little drama boy, outstanding. Outstanding rendition, outstanding song. That's a great song. Never ever can turn it off. I don't turn off any Christmas music, Mrs. Claus <laughs> never would. But um, yeah, no, to, for me, that, that song gets me. It's good. beautiful. Beautiful yeah. way yeah. to end the music. I love Little Drummer Boy. That's a good song. It's amazing. That's a, that's a good, I, I actually did a lyric analysis of that with my students today in class. Oh, and I love, see that? Yeah, I love verse two where it says, I'm a poor boy, boy too. I have no gift to bring mm. that's fit to give a king. Like, that's right. Oh. It's, so, it's just every one of us I should approach Christmas like that, right? But then can I play? Can I give you whatever I do have? And oh, in the original so little puppeteer, boop, 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 the mm -hmm. little guy, and Mary... In the puppet, mm -hmm. you know, show. Mary nodded. She actually nods. It's the cutest. Did the ox and lamb keep time? They did. They <laughs> did this with their little heads. I, I just watched it last weekend. Aww. It was adorable. I'm sorry, but this is another generational gap for me and you, it Mrs. Is. Claus. Those old, Again. like, claymation. 70s. Be like 70s. The, oh. whatever oh, miser that oh. thing is. Oh, I was that for Halloween Rudolph. Like I love those. Ones. Are you serious? So, so you're not in on claymation. Oh. They freak me out so much. Why? So Rudolph, you're not in. Oh, I'm not in. I can't watch it. That's Why are you such here. a miss? I'm a little bit of a Grinch, but if I'm not just a nit, just because your nose, bing, Why don't you fit in? It's Rudolph. 
It's Rudolph. It's, it's Rudolph. And you don't know because you turn it off every <laughs> single time. Somebody's never been to the island of Misfit Toys. That's oh, all. Sweet <laughs> Lord. That was very strange. Again, my kids love that. That sums my wife up why it. I don't watch those movies. There you go. Okay, Sorry. Go ahead. How you She's feel sitting right next to me. Noelle, what's your... What's no, Burger Meister. Meister Noelle Jingle Bell. She's I like Jingle Bells. She is the Burgermeister. She's so Grinchy McGinnis. I like the song right. The First Noel, and I like Jingle Bells. I'm perfectly coherent with myself. Okay. Beautiful. Let's. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I do want to talk about traditions because obviously mm. this is mm-hmm. this is the biggest time when we think about <clears throat> what we did as children and 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 all that fun stuff. Um, like what? Like I, we don't have to go into what we did from you know sure. when we were five or anything, but I want you to think about what your favorite maybe childhood Christmas tradition was. Can I get you, I'll let you guys think about that for a second and I'll go into what I think of, right? When I was younger, we used to always spend Christmas uh, over at my aunt's house where my grandparents lived. Uh, We would get together with my mom's side of the family for Christmas Eve into Christmas. And as long as I can remember, it was always midnight from Christmas Eve to Christmas, we opened our gifts. That's what it was. So we, Mm. again, we were young, but we stayed up until midnight, and I remember sitting, uh, always standing by, it had to be the kitchen clock. And we always talked about this. Aww. The kitchen clock is the official clock. It doesn't matter if it was seven minutes fast or slow, the kitchen clock was the official clock to That's the point great. where we- What a fun trip, yeah, When we were so older, funny. we tried to change the clock, but no, they, they weren't having mm-hmm. any of that. But midnight, we run in and we open our gifts that we've given to each other. So like, I, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. That was our- Childhood tradition. So it was just so the fun. gifts to each other. It was the gifts to each other. <laughs> and, and, and Santa then, came later. And then we all went to bed and Santa, nice. Santa came later. That's adorable. That was, uh, that was so that's fun. the one that always... And it's just fun to stay up late when you're yeah. a kid. Oh, and totally. So fun. Totally, yeah. with all my cousins. Anybody else have like a favorite tradition that they, that they could think of? Mm. I do. What's yours? So I was talking earlier to some of the... the I was sitting around here... And I had said, gee, I, I meant to bring a pickle. And everybody laughed. And they're like, why would you bring a pickle? So I'm of German descent. And it's very, very um, common. And it's a, a German tradition that you hang a pickle somewhere on the tree. And the children or you gather around the tree. And so you have lots of ornaments on most trees. Not this beautiful tree, though. But, and, and, and you sort of, you hide the pickle, and the first child to find the pickle gets a little present. And then there's always a little something for everybody else. But yeah, that's like a major tradition in my house, and we've done it for years. So when I became older and got married and um, had children, Mrs. Gloss has lots of children. <laughs> uh, anyway, we would do the same thing, and then we would have these Christmas parties with all the neighborhood, and um, we brought our State Street over here in Long Beach, uh, would come on over, and uh, all the kids would look and look and search and search and try to find the pickle. Has there ever been a year where it wasn't found? Someone always finds that yeah. pickle. Cause... Was it a real pickle? No, 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 no. So it's a cute pickle. Where could you imagine? Where's the pickle? No, it's a good question. Yeah. You, you, search, dog, you search by it. smell down yeah. as, as uh, time Ew. progresses. What's and if that? nobody finds What's it, that? it's bad. What's that smell? Yeah. Or the dog ate the pickle. That's like a pickle yeah. ornament, right? So, so it's a little pickle ornament. Yeah. Yes. I think I've heard like Polish people do that, Yeah, too. so yeah. I think it's kind of, yeah, German, Polish, uh-huh. yeah. A Central of, European yeah. kind of deal. So yeah, so it's cute. My wife's family, they had, they had a pickle. And, and, and every, uh, you know, as they got older and all the friends came over, and now the friends were in on it, too, but... People are always in and out. Of, we're always in and out of their house, and every time somebody just you know takes a quick glance at the tree and then keeps moving, but eventually somebody would always find it. But I think they lost it once. I think I think their her dad hid it so oh, well really? that nobody found it well, one year, and he couldn't find it after. Truth be That's told. so classic. That is We've like... gotten so many pickle <clears throat> ornaments now because we used to have these huge Christmas parties. And so once we started it and so many people, they just loved it, you know? So then we started getting pickle ornaments as gifts. So now there's more than one pickle on the tree, right. you know, so. This is but so strange to me. Again, uh, it's sort of, I mean, it's, I, it's just a it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's like, yeah. I'm saying it's, it's super fun. Like I, I, I love, I love traditions for that reason that it can be so embedded in your family 
And I'd say, you say it's a German a tradition or a Polish one, right? Well, I think, yeah, like European, I think it's Yeah, very, that's yeah. so fun. Yeah, yeah, we never did that, but that's it's super it's cool, cute. you know? And I wouldn't think it would be associated with Christmas, but I guess it has to do with the tree. Like, I'm thinking yeah, pickles. Yeah, it's just like, I think it was maybe just... Who knows the origin? Who knows sure. the origin Now I'm curious. I would like know, to like I mean out, the yeah. origin of the Christmas tree really. Sure, yeah. Kind of was. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, Tannenbaum, uh, you know. Yeah. It's a German. Oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah, yeah. Nice accent. Das is honest. Anything for you guys? Any uh, any single tradition that, that comes to mind um, that brings one, you back? Yeah, the one that comes to mind is we would sing happy birthday to Jesus. We'd get a cake nice. oh, I like on New that. Year's Eve. Nice. <laughs> on New Year's Eve? Nice. On New Year's Eve with my dad's side of the family, who are more religious than my mom's side. So they would try to teach the kids that the real meaning of Christmas is that it's Jesus' birthday. Totally. So we would get a cake, and my grandma would bust it out, no matter whose house we were at. And some people were more open to that idea than others. But grandma would come with a happy birthday Jesus cake. That's uh, great. It I was love cute. that. It was cute. So as I'm, And we had lots of beautiful traditions with the family, but I, I would say they were more... I mean, more classic, like reading the night before Christmas and That's putting cool. cookies and milk out. And we also exchanged right. gifts, right. like the night before between the family. Yeah. So we had a we lot of those things too. too. We did yeah. do that. Yeah, but I think in terms of something kind of different that, you know, that sticks out. Yeah. Right. Anything for you, uh, Guinness McGrinchy? What'd you call him? Grinchy McGinnis. Grinchy That wasn't bad. Guinness. I'm also wearing a Guinness sweater for anybody who's not uh, watching. That's right. That's Again, right. get on YouTube. What are you doing? No, he's <laughs> totally playing into your uh, playing into your Irish hair. He's not wearing yeah. a sweatshirt. He's just uh, just call him Guinness. That's I just named. It's him. green. When it's he green. Through the door. He needed an elf name, so that's where we are. That's my elf name. That's it. Um, I was thinking about it after you asked. Like a lot of my childhood memories. Like, I mean, we would always go to either my grandma's house in the Bronx or my aunt's house up in Westchester County in Austining. So. And I lived in New Jersey, so it was a lot of, like, car time just in the mornings and, like, the evenings going back and forth. But a lot of the times as a kid, when I was growing up, we would get, like, if we had, like, a Game Boy Color or something, we had a new Game Boy game, it would be, like, playing that in the car ride. Mm, right. So that was a fun thing. But one thing that, like, we always did was, if you guys recall, like, I don't know, I think they still do it, but on TBS or whatever TV channel, they would have the movie The Christmas Story playing mm -hmm. like 24 oh, yeah. hours oh, from yeah. 8 p.m. Christmas Eve to 8 p.m. on Christmas Day. Oh, and is that right? They had it. They yeah, just had 24 just hours. Over and over and over they don't do that, that wow. anymore, yeah. but they used to. They I might. I think they, they might. I think they might. I think they might. Um, because they still play all those other movies, Home Alone and I yeah. Think, yeah. So I, I think they may still play that. Like, I don't know if it's a full 24 hours, but they right. definitely start it and then play it for, like, a period of time. It might be, like, 8 p.m. to, like, noon the next day or something. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. um, but we would catch that whole movie every year, but never all in one sitting. It would be, like, you oh, catch yeah. a half hour here and 45 minutes right. here and but like 10 minutes here. But it was playing all for playing all day, so you could watch it whenever, you know? Yeah, that's fine. And playing in the background. I, I mean, I remember, always remember stuff playing in the background. Yeah. Always Christmas movies. Sometimes lucky enough to have football in the background, you know? But something's always on right. in the background. Mm, that's somebody's right. falling asleep on the couch. So that's do yep. we move on to Christmas movies now? No, I, I would I would love to Ooh. move on to Christmas movies. Right? Like what? Like what? So oh. he's talking about Christmas Story. Yeah. Uh, like Home Alone is the Christmas movie. For well, me. that's like, super that's... fun. But for I mean, for me, it's always it's a wonderful life. Oh, but Jerry, you know, I'm you the took... old lady in the room. Well, you know? I, Jerry, I was gonna say like <laughs> she puts her glasses I, on. I, I she puts her glasses on. Right. Perfect. <laughs> I brought up I brought up Christmas Story, but my favorite Christmas movie is by far. It's of course, actually, oh, it's God. number two on my all time oh. faves. Just favorites in general. Yeah. Number now one we have is to know the Wizard of Oz. Of course, Judy Garland. Judy Garland. It's Christmas, so that's for another time. Full circle. With yourself. Oh, I thought you were saying The Wizard of Oz is your favorite Christmas movie. No, <laughs> no it's, but usually it's on around Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So. What about yours, Teresa? Favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? Uh, that's really tough. It's a tie for the Santa Claus and Elf. Elf is uh, It's yeah, a tie. That's yeah, that's Elf is, Elf is hilarious. Yeah. I actually remember watching an interview in the spirit of this sort of the top looks just like like him, you know, Will Farrell. No I remember seeing a, I know, an interview with him saying when I was traipsing through New York in tights as a man, like in uh, yellow tights as an elf, he's like, I just thought my career was over. Little did he know, it was like jump-started a whole new level yeah. of his fame, totally. that movie. And now it's like become this classic that are like, 
how many quotes you can go anywhere and everyone knows yeah. it's such a great movie. One would argue so. it's his most famous movie. Oh, I feel like, it, like that yeah. it's the most it's popular iconic. one. I, mean, I think a, so. There, there are other ones that you could Funny put into that. Well, mix, because I think it's sort of like we were favorite? saying Bing Crosby. Like, who knows any of Bing Crosby's music except for the Christmas classics? Mm -hmm. I think Christmas movies become like that. They kind of become like enshrined in, a, in culture at that season. Right. And then that that actor or that that vocalist or that artist kind of like always comes back into the lexicon of yeah. like an American. Absolutely. At Christmas when maybe no one would ever think about them because they're just kind of passe like after a while, you know? Right. So I mean that, that's the beauty of Christmas movies. You know what you're going to get and mm -hmm. it's usually a wholesome great message yeah. at the end of it. That's right. And like what what's the difference between a great Christmas movie and and a not so great one? It's like, well, they're all going to have great messages at the end, but the great ones aren't super cheesy. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, they do it in a very tasteful way. Yeah. And Elf, as ridiculous as that movie is, it hits you in the feels. Oh, it's mm -hmm. wonderful. And, and they do it so well. So that that's... I mean, So that's many good. quotable lines. So, so many. Quotable. That's awesome. How about yeah. yours? Um, did I not... Uh, like, Home Alone is... Oh, a, Home yes. Alone 2. Oh, oh that's yeah. the best. because it's in New York. Oh, in New York. It's all in New York, York City. Yeah. That's a great uh, one. See, I think it's Santa Claus. And that and for, really? for years, that was the first Christmas movie that my wife Katie and I would watch together. I love that so Santa much. Claus. Yeah. I love that movie. I just love Tim Allen in general. Totally. But, totally. but that's such a classic. What do yeah. you mean, really? Like, come on, Tim Allen's your husband. No, I love like my husband. Santa's <laughs> my husband. That's right. I don't know if he's Tim Allen. Honorable mentions, Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. Yeah, Wait, which episode? Which episode? Not which episode. Natalie which, Wood. Which version? Um, the older Wood. one. I like the one. I like I'm the real newer one. Girl. I like Matilda. I like, <laughs> I, I like her too. I'm a big Matilda fan. This is like this is old souls versus young souls. <laughs> that, that's right. right. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm with you. I like the old. I like Miracle on 34th Street. What are some other ones we haven't mentioned? So, uh, just a fun fact about like we were talking about. It's a Wonderful Life. Is yes. a little fun fact about it is that it was actually a huge flop at the box office when mm. it was made, and it like mm. it kind of ended like people thought it was going to end Jimmy Stewart's career yeah. as an actor and like the director. Like they all were like horrified by how badly it did. Wow! And then it started to pick up steam again in like the six. It was made in like 1943 or something, 1942. Yeah, maybe. I think you're right. Um, I think it was maybe it was after. No, I think it was 45 or 46. It was after World War II ended. I'm pretty sure. But in any case. Um, mm. It didn't start to get popular, I think, until like the 60s. And then it be, kind of became this iconic thing by like the 80s. And then it became wow. like this amazing like thing that people like cling to for like meaning around Christmas time. Mm. Well, because every time you hear a bell, an angel gets its wings. That's right. Wait, I got my little bell right here. Oh, there you go. Wow. See? That's so, right. Talk to mine. Clarence, Clarence better. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. there's, there's some good talk quotes to there too. But oh, there's some unbelievable ones. I mean, you can't put. But Elf in the same camp is a wonderful life. Even I know that. No, but well, the thing is, I was reading something this year about like classic Christmas movies you need to watch every holiday season. And I was actually, like it said, like It's a Wonderful Life, Miracle on 34th Street, like all the older movies. And then Elf was like number three on the oh, list. Absolutely. I was like, oh wow, like it's, it's in it that tier It is classic. Now. It's kind no, of it's in classic. that tier. It really it is. Classic. It's brilliant. It's classic. Every age group too. Every age. Right, yeah. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what really makes any movie good. That, that I think that's why Pixar is successful because they have fun, fun things for kids that are magical. But then the humor is like on an adult level, not in a bad way, but in like a in a smart way. Like that they know they know the adult is sitting next to the kid in the movie theater. So you have to engage both. And I think that's like Christmas movies, right. good yeah. ones. That's why I love Shrek too. Shrek is, that's same. right. Yeah. Shrek is yeah. Awesome. Exactly. Some for the kids, some for the adults. Yeah. yeah. Not a Christmas movie, but I'll watch that. Yeah. Day. But I think one of the so like again veer it back into like the Catholic side of things. Like we'll I, get into that. I keep saying that, but we'll get into that. Well, I feel like one of the reasons that It's a Wonderful Life like has such staying power. And again, I'm you know, we just talked about bias we are towards that movie, but like it has like the religious element to it too, where like the whole premise is that God is sending an angel to go save mm -hmm. a man from like ending his own life That's because right. he needs to realize how much value he brings to the lives around him and like what his purpose is on earth, even though he feels purposeless. And like, I love Elf, I love Miracle on 34th Street, but like they don't really bring an element of that. So I think that's one of the reasons it always like stays in my mind. And Home Alone, because there's that beautiful church scene where he's like listening to the church choir before he terrorizes yeah. the two burglars that come into his house. Um, and hides in the nativity scene. And hides in the nativity scene, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think that there is something to that where it's like, you guys have seen the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the, the whole scene where Jimmy Stewart's like, 
praying to God, like, give me some guidance here before he tries to kill himself. And I feel like it gives people like this moment of like recognition of desperation in their lives where they might have been able to turn to some like spiritual higher power or whatever they may view that as in their life and seeing some relief afterwards. And like it's it's a beautiful thing watching as a Christian and a Catholic knowing like, oh, that's like real. That's like super real, you know? Well, on, on the topic of, like, religious Christmas movies that I will never not watch, The Nativity Story, which was made, like, in the early 2000s, a lot of people haven't seen it. Yeah. But for me, it gave me such a deep appreciation for St. Joseph and the role that he played. And I just, like, loved Joseph so much more deeply after <clears throat> it's actually, he's, like, become a famous actor since then. He's been in the Star Wars movies. He's been in a lot of other things. I forget his name right now. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll come to me. But he, he, like, before he made it, he was Joseph in this movie in the early 2000s. I want to say 2004, maybe. Hmm. I've never seen it. i got to see it. It's very good. And, it, you know, as a Catholic, you can kind of poke tiny holes in, like, the way that Mary may be presented or different little things just from a theological perspective. But there's so much beautiful value in, like, seeing, um, I don't know, I just loved how Joseph was, uh, like, with her. And there's a little scene where they're around the campfire and she's, they're on their way to Bethlehem for the census. And uh, like she's washing his feet and he's sleeping. And, uh, and then they're up and he's, he's like scaling a fish and getting ready for dinner or something around the fire. And, she's, and they're talking about him, like the way that parents talk about their babies before they're born, like about the dreams. And, wow. and he goes, I wonder if I will be able to teach him anything. Because he knows he's God. <laughs> it was so beautiful. Oh. But, like, I remember thinking, like, I bet Joseph thought things like that, you know? And uh, how beautiful, like, to bring the humanity to that. So I love that movie. And when I'm really, when I'm wanting to not just laugh, but also pray about the about the coming of Jesus, like, I always love. That's a good movie. Mm. And a lot of people don't know about it. But What's it called again? It's I called mean, The Nativity, Nativity Story. Story. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I mean, yeah. that's... At the end of the day, obviously, we've spent the first half of what we're of, the, of this podcast talking about our favorite music, our favorite movies, and <clears throat> I think that's okay. Yeah, you know, I think that's an okay thing to do, especially with the traditions that we've grown up with. Um, and ninety percent of it, ninety-five percent of it, it's all good, you know. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, as long as it's a supplement, right? As long Correct. as it's a supplement. And I'll be the first to say it is not a supplement. For the most part, for sure. most of my Christmases, it is the meat and potatoes. And then and then sometimes it, and then, oh yeah, it's Jesus's birthday. But mm. at the end of the day, I think we could all, right, all of us do a better job of where's the main focus and then supplement it with all the fun and still good stuff and still good stuff, right? Like, I mean, you hear it all the time. Sports are great. Music's great. Grades are great. But if you're not, you know, in the pews on Sundays, all of that is meaningless. I mean, the same, this like uh, this month is, and this season is kind of a microcosm of the entire year where meat and potatoes, right? We're, we're preparing for our Lord. And um, so I, I want to shift the conversation into that is mm-hmm. like, what are, what are some things that maybe you do or, or you and your family does or something that you think you could be doing to better prepare yourself for the actual Christmas season, you know, like... Like, like again, I, I have four kids. Um, now we're trying our best to make sure that that is the the main focus. It's difficult, especially with all the movies and the commercials, and even them, sure. they, they go to Catholic school. But again, in Catholic school, there are elves on the shelves, and there's you know, it's all all good stuff. But I think they, you know, the, the school does a great job in regards to making sure mm-hmm. that they're focused on baby Jesus, right? right. And we, we, we try to do the same in our house, but you know we're always trying to think of different ways that we can make sure that we're focusing on that. One that we haven't done yet, and again, I didn't come up with this, but I heard it and it's awesome, is, is um, you know the, on Christmas Eve before they go to bed, maybe taking some of their toys that they don't play with very often mm. and giving them time to wrap it. So let them wrap the gifts, mm. put them under the tree and let them know that they're actually helping Mary and Jesus out because Santa's not only going to leave stuff under the tree, but he's also going to take that oh, and nice. that. give it to like you know some kids who don't have who aren't as fortunate. And but the next step is you know actually making sure that they get in the hands of kids People. that are mm. less fortunate. Yeah. So That's we haven't done nice. that yet. Our kids are a little bit young, but 
you know, that's one thing that Love my that. wife and I yeah. are talking about. Maybe like, maybe this is the year. I don't know. Maybe this is the year that we, we start that. Mm. Because there's also way too many toys in our house. Right. So, you know, yeah. They don't play no, with them. Yeah. You, you have little children. So do you make a habit every week of during this time lighting an advent? This, we, we would have loved to do that. Um, honestly, no. And it's one of those things where every year we're like, well, we got to get on that. We, we got to make sure that we have our advent yeah. candles, but we don't. And it's mm. everything else goes up. The tree goes right. up. The decorations go up. Why on earth is that an afterthought to us? Right. It's, it's something that we got to work on. And it's, I, think I, don't, that, I don't feel yeah. good about it, but, but no. No, I mean, honestly, I mean, I remember growing up, like that was the first thing that went out. That's so back to traditions yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like we, my mom would put that out and it would be on, a, we used to call it a hutch, but it would be on our hutch, break front, whatever. And then it would come out on Sunday night and go in the middle of the table. And literally every week for the four weeks, we would, before dinner or after, whichever it worked out to be, we would light the candles. And I have to say, like, when the children were little, I made sure they made wreaths, Mm -hmm. my own children. And we did it. But as we get older, it kind of, it just, I think things just kind of went to the side. Now I'm more engrossed in it, of course, because of religious ed. So I'm aware of it and I do it with the children and the students, you know, that come to us here. But funny, we just went on a retreat a few weeks ago to um, Our Lady of the Island. I always want yes, to say yes. Our Lady of the Shrine. Yes. And they That's have in this, Long Island yeah. out in Manorville. Exit 670 off the expressway. What a great... Um, what is that called? Gift shop. They mm-hmm. had, and I walked in, and they had these beautiful Advent like candle wreath holder things. I bought one too. Yeah. yeah. So I I was like, I need a new one. It's good time. You know. So it just I I so so now I am each Sunday lighting it again. But yeah, you know, I think yeah. it's so important, and that's a great way, I think, to get kids involved. We did it at dinner time in my family as well. So yeah. my dad would kind of like candlelit dinner. They would have the advent wreath on the table. It wasn't a big deal, but we just had it there. And then either with grace or like right after dinner while everyone was sitting there before we cleared the table, we would say a little prayer. My dad would have a little book and we would say a quick prayer. And then we would always fight over who blew the candle out. Yeah, <laughs> And there was five right. kids and four candles yeah. at the last week. And then we would Everybody always joke because the candle the first week would be like this big and then yeah. the other one would be this oh, big and we would literally elbow each other and be like, but he blew it out last week oh, yeah. and we would get all upset. But that was like, I have, right. do have memories <laughs> of that. Um, but as an adult, I don't honor the season of Advent very much, uh, as much as I would like. It's the same as you. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it is because there is um, this inundation with the joy and the good things of Christmas, which hasn't come yet. Yeah. Right. But but you do look at the beauty of it. You say, well, I mean, this is what it is. We live in this culture, and I'm not going to, like, not listen to Christmas music for the whole of December and then start listening to it on Christmas. Because why? Because it's not there anymore on Christmas yeah. during the season of Christmas. And right. so because of our culture, I do feel the pressure of, like, enjoying the momentum of the happiness of the, the spirit. up, right. And it does come at the expense of, like, as a Catholic person, right. um, in my own prayer life, I have different devotions. Like, in the morning, I always pray with my coffee before I leave for work, and I'll do an Advent devotional. So for 20 minutes, I'll pray, and instead of doing my scripture study or, like, a different thing, I'll do something that's that's centered on Advent. And for me, that kind of sanctifies the season a little bit. Um, but I wish that there was more because Advent is about slowing down. It's about removing. It's about it's totally. about repentance. It's like a little mini Lent. Yeah. It should be. I'll, I'll say well, there's purple. So, there's purple on the altar, right? So, so, but I will say, and then as soon as Christmas comes, we we're like kind of sick of celebrating because we've been doing that for a month. So it is for me like there is a conflict in my heart about that, and so I would say the way that I sanctify it is like through my prayer. But on the uh, externally, it is very hard to slow down. So I don't know. Well, to your point, like the secular side of things, it's like the, the season only gets busier as you get closer to right, Christmas, right. too. Especially, you know, you work. And it starts super early. Well, you guys like working. Like Halloween, I said. Well, you, you guys know, right? working in the church, too. Like, 
the church gets way busier as you come up to Christmas too. Yeah. So yeah. then it's like even that aspect of it too. But one thing I was going to say, like, um, I know we've talked a lot in the past about the Hallow app, which is like a Catholic prayer meditation mm-hmm. app. Um, they have an awesome, like they're calling it like Pray 25. And mm-hmm. it's like the 25 days in December leading up to Christmas. And they have a really, really good um, meditation actually led by the chosen um, the people, cast right? by the people yeah, from the I chosen, saw that. Yeah. the actors yeah. and actresses it's like from the with show, Mary the Magdalene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It says it on there. It was Jonathan Rumi yeah. who plays Jesus. Jesus. And then yeah. they had the guy who played John first. And then I think the guy who played Matthew was up next. And Mary Magdalene's in yeah. there too. So like. Those things are helpful. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you can pick how long you do. You can do it for up to like 15 minutes, but as low as like five minutes just to spend a little bit of time. Like you said, slowing down and reflecting on mm-hmm. like. I mean, it starts in Genesis and through Exodus and, like, through the Old Testament figures up through the New Testament, like, that kind of show the expectation of, like, the Savior coming Mm. and, like, the pre—kind of like the prequels of Jesus coming. The prophecies, exactly, yeah. Um, So that, for me, like, we—I haven't done it every single day, admittedly, but, like, the the times I have, it's been, like, a good way to kind of, like, hit the pause button for a second. Um, And that's great for adults, I feel like. I think it's great yeah, for yeah. anybody, if you, really. a, if you have a teenager, get yeah. that app on their well, phone totally. and have them doing yeah. it. Like, great I, I think it's really, if you're dropping your kid off at school, play it on the way to school, you right. know, like that kind of thing. Um, something else, too, like you talked about, like how Advent, like we don't honor Advent, but like as far as Christmas songs, one of my favorite like Christmas songs, not Advent songs, is Oh Holy Night. Mm. Um, and just like the lyrics in that, I, I, it's something I never really paid attention to until maybe like the past four or five years. Because it was just like a Christmas song that you heard, but now like actually like hearing the lyrics of it and hearing some really really beautiful renditions of it, you kind it just draws your heart like to heaven and like draws your heart to Christ. I think in like such a powerful way when you really pay attention. And Those take some old time to play English with hymns it. or the ones that have their their catechetical masterpieces. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a beautiful way of understanding the meaning behind um, these things. And I had referenced this before, but. All of these hymns, like We Three Kings and O Little mm-hmm. Town of Bethlehem, that's like mm-hmm. one of my favorites. You rare, rarely hear that one. But how still we see thee lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is poetry. It's yeah. so preciously or, or beautiful. Or O Holy Night, the, the soul felt its worth. Like yes. Christ came and the soul felt like your soul jumps out of your body because this is what it was destined for. Right. Like, oh man, right? that's awesome. But that's, and the, those hymns, uh, I will say one of the beautiful things about having Christmas music play for 20, 30 days is that people are singing those things, and when would they ever say things like that about Jesus? That's right. <laughs> Except, yeah. It's the Trojan horse. So maybe, right. maybe <laughs> God it, allows that. It... Ooh, we're uncovering this whole thing. Yeah, 20, maybe yeah. God allows that because maybe God permits us to to like almost, you know, commercialize this because for 30 full days of a person's life, they'll be speaking of Jesus in a, in a really holy way, right? Like not... Bing Crosby tricking everybody into liking Latin because they hear Adeste Fidelis yeah, on the that's video, true. right? And now they all become Catholic later. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I have to but say, those, those older hymns are so, I agree they with you, are beautiful. so, so beautiful. And if you hear it in like a choral arrangement or in just like a beautiful, oh, those are, um, they're simply prayerful. Like yeah. even if you don't mean to be praying, you're in the car or you're with someone who doesn't go to church, it's a prayerful thing to do. And I know we're back at music again, but I do have to say as a mom, for me, every time I hear, Mary, did you know? Mm -hmm. I just... So I'll, I'll, I'll push I, back on that for she one did. second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know she knew. She knew. She did know, but it's so it's funny because I wanted to no, talk no, about no. that song, no, but I forgot. No, no, no. I know. I forgot I know. that I wanted I to talk people. about that song. Okay, yeah. that Mrs. Claus. So it's very controversial. I know totally. because as a Catholic, yeah. we know she knew. Right. Obviously, and and she knew, and she said yes. Right. And, the and question she, is, and is today, it a dig or is and it honor? are we allowed to really <laughs> say what today is? Because today we're sitting here. That's right, yeah, we're, we're recording. On the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. We're recording Conception. on the Feast of the Immaculate right. Conception. So, so, you know, we all know that she was born without sin. And, you know, people get that all confused. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they, I mean, up until it's like It's a common yeah. misconception. Yeah. Common misconception about her oh. conception. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, we're sorry. We're I sorry. wanted to say that gosh. in the email and I held back today. But Shut it I, down, guys. Right. I had to pull it out. That was brutal. And that's it for today. Thank you. She, obviously, she did know. But that song, I feel it in my heart. And I yeah. think just as a mom... When you hear those words, like, and you think about, obviously, my, you know, my children are not God, but 
you just think about the humanity of a woman having a baby and then having a child and her thoughts about how is, you know, her, her, she knew her child was destined to, to, to be who he was. But when you're in the process of humanity and life and you, you still, I'm sure she sat there questioning things in her mind. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. And so well, when you listen to yeah. the words like, you know, did you know he would, he, you know, that child you're, you're holding is the great I am. Right. Like, it just. Well, it, the scripture says she pondered those things in her heart. How could right. you not, right? Yeah. That's, so, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, it is kind of a quirky song on one hand and catchy and whatever. But I, as a mom, I, it does, it makes me cry well, every I time. Well, I think there's a reason it connects with people, even though it's heretical. <laughs> but I think the reason it connects is because. Uh, because of the humanity. And I, I enjoy that part of it too when you listen to it. Um, kind of like placing yourself as a woman, right, right. In, in that position. I think that's very powerful. And there's a lot of songs that do that, but that catches a lot of, I think, ladies' hearts. And there, I think there's a reason for that. It's a sentimentalized kind of way to pray with Mary's posture during her pregnancy. hundred percent. Well, I think we were, I mean, we're all kind of joking. We're, we're yeah. like, oh, that song is like, whatever. Well, like, well, is it, is yeah, it, obviously, so, I'm on. That's the know. question I have. Is yeah. it? Is it black and like, was, was the intent, but. is the intent it, when, when it was written, was it, is this for certain that we're saying this was absolutely heretical? No, I don't think they meant it to be, but yeah. it, it is in the in the truest sense that like it's it's kind of misleading in the sense that it's making people think that she didn't. She didn't know. It's right? misleading, right? So I, misleading, I mean, I'm not saying right. it's mean spirited or ill willed or no, anything. No, I don't think any of us are I, saying that. I, right. But, uh, you you. But could it is have... it is like kind of spreading wide widely because it is a popular song. The idea that she didn't know. Right, and again, obviously, which is which isn't true. So I would just say it's misleading, although sure. it's not. But, it's but not, here's not the thing, like to, to yeah. Jerry's point, like I mean, one of the great things about I think the way that God designed the incarnation and the immaculate conception and everything is there's like a psychological, like archetypal element to it where Mary is like the archetype of womanhood. Like she is the supreme woman that we. She's the new Eve that was given to this world, right? And in that way, like, Jerry's here, and you can relate to this better than anybody because you are a mother, right? We think about, like, the, you guys know the sculpture, the Pieta, mm -hmm. where it's Mary mm -hmm. holding the, oh, that's right. If you guys Aww. can see this, right? It's up on the, it's up on the I mean, mantle. Just imagine yourself like as a mother holding yeah. your, your, your deceased son. Your deceased son. And, I mean, and I not can't, just deceased, but you just watched him get brutally tortured. And, I like, can't even go there. Right. And, <laughs> and yeah, and again, like, you've been more in front of that than any of us here have, but like that's such a real powerful thing and like as a, I, I'm not a woman but like as a woman listening to that song I might imagine if I have a, especially if I had a child like if you did have a clear picture of being told everything that is going to happen in your son's life and knowing how much suffering there's going to be and still being able to send him out to the world and not like be like on top of him or like right. try to go sure. against his destiny yeah. and protect oh, yeah. him like, that's an archetypal thing because every woman, every mother is called to do that. Like, there's a huge risk in being a parent, especially a mother, and letting your son or daughter go out into the world unprotected. But that's what Mary is challenged to do, and that's what, like, all of us are challenged to do. And that's kind of maybe what that song brings to life in people. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, I mean... Again, and also I stupid, think, yes, like stupid to say, like Mary didn't know, but like there is like that yeah. very human I, element. I mean, of I, it, right? I, I think yeah. you could also look at it from the uh, like the opposite side of what the song is really saying. Like they're throwing out there, Mary, did you know? But we all know as Catholics that she absolutely knew. But you have to realize the beauty and the fact that she knew, and that exactly what you're saying that she knew. But she's a she's a human. He's a human, mm -hmm. and we're all here on Earth, and they still have to live their life. And you know that's not easy. It's not yeah. easy. Yeah, it takes, I, it I, takes tremendous I think the faith. Question: I, I honestly don't think the song is or yeah, you know, okay. heretical. Honestly, I think it's just throwing another twist out there to make people think. Really 
think about yeah, well, that even be, the trials that and tribulations yeah. of what Jesus was had had to go through, you know. Like I to what know. extent you're saying? Like to what extent it was? Did she understand? Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> well, no, I think I, I think sure it just kind of there. in a snapshot yeah. of a song gives people the thought to step back and be like, wow, like she really had to watch her son go through all this right. and just still be, you know. Hey, listen, mom. regardless of the intent, if the intent was uh, was yeah. heretical, hey, listen. Well, I'm, it, not, it, I'm it, not saying it, the intent uh, was, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. But, but it, it at least sparked an amazing conversation yeah. here because sure. at the yeah. end of the day, like you said, if, if, if you are a Catholic and you're listening to this song, you know, at the end of the day, you know that she knew. Right. So now use that song to be able to reflect on the truth of this season. Sure. And right. and, and, you know what? and and use it, make a positive spin out of it because it is, there is a lot of beauty in that song from And there's from a lot that. of like specific imagery to he'll walk where angels trod. Yeah. So I think that helps people pray. Like that kind of language people don't really pray like that. Mm-hmm. Um at least I don't think many people do. So I I think all of that is what makes it it also Beautiful. reflects yeah. on several of his miracles in yeah. the song. You know, mm-hmm. did you know he would walk on the water? The, the blind will see. Yeah. Like it, it actually, I would argue it's a semi-brilliant song because it does bring out, you know, things that happen throughout his life through her eyes. That's, and I think, you yeah. know. It's certain, certainly brilliant, I would say. Whether it's, it's obviously... You can interpret it in like a way that's contradictory to right. like what we believe as Catholics, where she knew everything from day one. Right. But like, there's a creative masterpiece in there too. Right. You know. Sure. Yeah. I'm so Catholic happy we talked about this song. <laughs> well, I just for the I think a lot of things. Um, I think when things are controversial, it is because they're brilliant. And yep. now the the question of whether that brilliance is is like wielded in a good way or a bad right. way. That's what makes it controversial, right? right? So yeah, I don't know. I think so. As a Catholic, it blesses we need a lot to of people. interpret yeah. it and educate, which is what we're doing right now. There That's you go. Right.